This segment is going to be brought to you by our friends over at Lakeland Glass and Tent for all your home, car, business, window tinting needs. For all of your vehicle ceramic coating and paint correction needs. That's right, they're doing ceramic coating now, as well as vehicle wraps. Turn your vehicle into a rolling billboard. Let's get you one of those fancy-looking matte black or matte blue or whatever color you desire uh, finishes without having to take it to a body shop and pay that expensive price to repaint your vehicle. And hey, if you get tired of it, you can just peel it off. That's right, they do wraps. Again, I love the rolling billboard idea. <clears throat> I would love to put it on mine if Jacksonians didn't hate me so much. Eh, another argument for another day. Do you need your windshield replaced? Of course, that, that that's the bread and butter, right? Is the windshield replacements? That's what they've. Uh, that's what they. That's how they started. That's what they do. Window tint and windshields. Lakeland Glass and Tint. Two locations to serve you. All of your windshield and gl- automotive glass repair and replacement happens right there on Lakeland Drive. In front of, uh, I think that's Red Arrow, you know, right there. And then all of your window tinting, vehicle wrap, paint correction, all that stuff goes on right there at the the Flowood Drive location, right, right across the street from Merritt Health or River Oaks or whatever it's called this week, right, right across from their emergency room. Check them out where quality matters. Lakeland Glass and Tint, and you can schedule your appointments online. Everything. Book it at lakelandglassintent.com. All right, so I had a, we're going to shift gears here for the rest of the hour. I had a, my buddy's going to remain nameless, but I'll tell you this. He works for Budweiser here locally. Been with him for a long, long time. And uh, we chat back and forth a good bit. And, you know, when I, when I, when I was, when I'm fighting for the Southern Beverage guys, you know, not Bud. Can't fight for Bud. But when I fight for the Southern Beverage guys, I do it because I know them personally. And and I I do care what happens to them. I do. I remember what folks have done for me along the way. I don't always have the opportunity to pay people back. Sometimes things just happen in life. But I'm always, it doesn't mean I'm less grateful. And the guys at Southern Beverage over the last 30 years from my family's convenience store to my bars, concerts, so on and so forth, have always been a huge help. Huge help. And I've always been grateful for that. That's why one of the reasons I set up here and went to bat for them like I did. <clears throat> I'd want somebody doing it for me. Anyway, he would bring him by, brought me a little early birthday present by, a little sample pack of some stuff. I do appreciate that. And we're just sitting there talking. A good hour, good hour-long conversation. I love that. I miss doing that sometimes, just sitting down somewhere for an hour, not looking at your phone, just talking to somebody about stuff you find interesting. And uh, we were kind of discussing some of the actual sales of Bud Light and Bud and just all the stuff, just all the fallout from the Dylan Mulvaney stuff. And <clears throat> I you know, I was telling him, I said, man, I, look, I, said, I know it, y'all are still selling plenty of beer. I mean, even with all that went on, Bud, is, Bud Light's still one of the top-selling beers it is what it is, but it has taken a huge hit. But I remember back during the 4th of July weekend, we'll use that one for example. People were going to the grocery stores and taking pictures of the empty shelves of all everything else and the full shelves of Bud Light. And I got it. Ooh, ha ha, it looked good. It was funny on the internet. Oh, look, ain't nobody buying Bud Light. But y'all may or may not know, if you've never worked in a grocery store 
a convenience store or for one of the beer companies that they have a merchandising unit that works seven days a week, damn near 24 hours a day. They're, they're servicing these big accounts. They, I mean, it's basically an employee of Southern Beverage pretty much lives in a, just pick a random Kroger, Walmart, whatever. You know, I, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say, let's use Brandon Pearl, for example, the Kroger and the Walmart and, and Ramey's there too, for that matter. There's probably one guy that works all three of those and probably the Kroger and Pearl. And it, that's, that's his job. Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. He's getting the stuff out of the back. He's stocking it, rotating the stock. So you get the freshest beer on top. And I would just know because I did that job one time. I enjoyed doing it. I told him last night, I said, if all this stops tomorrow, I would love to come be a merchandiser. <laughs> I just enjoy, I'm a weird, I'm a glutton for punishment. What can I say? I love doing that stuff. <clears throat> it comes from being 10 years old, working in my dad's convenience store, learning about rotating stock and stuff. So th- again, and I think the, and the other company may not have been as keen on merchandising their stock. Rotating their stock, possibly, and it's not a bad idea from a from a from a marketing standpoint. I can't confirm or deny, but it would not surprise me because that's probably something I would do. They left their shelves intentionally empty to make it look like they were selling out, to make it you know to make it look like the other brands were more popular than they actually were. So it was just an interesting conversation. Is all I'm saying. Don't believe everything you see on the internet. Look, no, I've been, I've given Bud Light, I'm sorry, I've given Bud Light and Anheuser-Busch unmitigated hell on the show, multiple episodes about it, and that won't change. Unless, unless this right here happens. Billy Bush of the Anheuser-Busch family says he wants to make the brand great again, and wants to buy Bud Light back from InBev. He was on Tommy Laren, Tony Laren, however you say her name, the little hot blonde shit with the big mouth. He was on her show on OutKick, and uh, here's a few quotes from it. it. says, when InBev bought the company, it was a ship. It was a ship, and it was rolling down the ocean at full speed, doing great. And then all of a sudden, they come out with this kind of woke culture, political agenda to push people down, to push down people's throats. The beer drinkers obviously don't relate to that kind of advertising. So they boycotted it, Bush told Tommy Laren in an interview on Outkick Tuesday. And the interview's good. You can find it if you want it. It says Bush, uh, he said, to bring, I'm sorry, Bush discussed the damage he believes was done by the company's relationship with transgender Dylan Mulvaney. He says, quote, to bring the transgenders at this point that people don't relate to, especially to Bud Light drinkers, it's going to be very, very difficult for InBev to come out of this now and get people to drink Bud Light again. And it's, well, I'll read a little bit more before I just jump to it. He goes, um, so the sales, oh, anyway, this article, the, the link I chose is a little chopped up. But long story short, the Bush family may be trying to buy back Bud Light from InBev. And I just know, as an American, America, beer-drinking, red-blooded, flag-waving, American, I love a good comeback story. I love a good comeback story. 
that's what it would take for me to drink Bud Light again. Is Billy Bush, the original family, buying back Bud Light from InBev. Of course, I'm sure they would be Budweiser too. It wouldn't just be Bud Light. And and uh, I think InBev may be ready to dump it after what they've done after their after the hit they took. You know, they're a big global organization. What they didn't realize, or to be as smart as they apparently think they are, they didn't realize. Do y'all know that? It's either sixty or seventy percent. Sixty or seventy percent of Bud Light is drank in what they, it's District Three. It's the Southern region. It's us. It's your SEC imprint footprint. You know, easy way to describe it there. Seventy percent of Bud Light sales were were in the South, in District Three. I think it's got something to do with the weather, mostly being warm. It's football. It's outdoors. It's the lake. We like to party. That's why they call it party down south. We ain't scared party a little bit here in the south 70 percent of their beer and this is called not understanding your demographics not understanding your your customer base we're also the most conservative part of the country we're also the most conservative part of their customer base so when you throw a transgender get involved with the transgender regardless if it was Bud's marketing department, a third party, whatever the case may have been. It happened. And Bud never apologized. They could have jumped in front of it so quick. Hey, yo, yo, pump the brakes, dog. We screwed up. We screwed up. Like a two in the morning pops around the corner special. We made a mistake. They didn't do it. They just kept on. Full speed ahead. And people are like, oh, you know, they've been sponsoring gay stuff. This ain't about the gay stuff. And this is a great example to make this point. People don't, generally speaking, people don't care about the gay stuff. To care about this, this, but this transgender stuff, it's been in the line and in the sand. For whatever reason, they're insistent upon shoving this transgender stuff down our throats. And finally, I mean, finally... Everybody else said enough is enough. We ain't doing it no more. Would you drink Bud Light again if it got back in the hands of an American-owned family? If it got back in the hands of the actual Augustus Bush family? The grandson of Augustus Bush? I'm saying it right now. I'm on record. If Bud Light gets back in the hands of the Bush family... You'll see me with that blue can in my hand again. We'll be right back. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. As we get ready to close out the first hour here, uh, again, if you want to join the Clay Edwards Show Facebook group, it's about 9,000, I'm sorry, 9,900. It will be 9,000, I promise. 952 fellow mad lads and ladies up in there having a good time. I am a, I am approving Miss Sonia Cole right now and Tim. Sansing, if you want your name heard on the radio today, go find Clay Edwards Show Facebook group and send a membership request. And boom, you can be famous too. All right, let's read a couple of Guns and Gear texts. Uh, Bobcat, question. 
Why do I feel the need for a hepatitis shot after listening to Here's the Thing, John? Answer, because he's full of crap. I need some sound effects in here. Richard says, talking about the Bud Light can. Talking about drinking Bud Light again. Says it may, it may be in the old original silver blue red can. Oh, man, how cool would that be? I love retro Americana stuff. Reagankin says, how are Bud Light sales in Garth Brooks' new bar? <laughs> I don't know. I hadn't heard anything else about it. I know Kid Rock's catching hell because he blew up the case of Bud Light and then he still sells it in his bar. But hey, that's business too, right? If people want it, you got to give the people what they want. Ready Teddy says, I give Bud Light unmitigated hell too, but I'm in an entirely, but in an entirely different way. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. We got about a minute left. Oh, uh, let's see here. JJ says, happy birthday, bro. Appreciate it. All right. Uh, we'll get back to some of the other texts. But, uh, you know, the, the Bud Light thing is interesting. Uh, an unknown texture, or a texture sent in a minute ago, I'm sorry, and said, I'm going to pull it up. I want to make sure I read it right. Randy says, on the subject of Bud Light, it would depend on if they if the company brought in a DEI officer, that's diversity, equity, inclusion. Otherwise, it would just be more of the same. Completely agree, but listening to that interview, I think he's anti-woke. Shouldn't be a problem. We'll be right back after this break. I hope you enjoyed this clip of today's Clay Edwards show. You can tune in live every Monday through Friday, 7 to 9 a.m. on 103.9 FM, WYAB in Central Mississippi. You can stream it worldwide and live at WYAB.com, the TuneIn app, or Alexa. Just search WYAB. And of course, you're listening now on a podcast, so you can just hit subscribe where you're at. We update daily right here on The Clay Edwards Show. And check out all things Clay Edwards at ClayEdwardsShow.com for shirts and more. Peace.